Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill, and I'm your guide as we journey through the auto detailing industry. You can find me on most platforms at Total Office Solutions. If you're on TikTok, find me at Detail Supply App. The best way to get in touch, shoot me a text, 918-800-1188. And uh, listen, Greg, man, I can't be more happy that you constantly, constantly put in time every week to come in and help out the community. Guys, reach out to Greg. You can find him at Masterson's Car Care on most platforms. If you're on TikTok, find him at Masterson's Wax. And Greg, uh, I'm using my phone today, so I can't look back up your number, but I don't have it memorized. <laughs> yeah, man. If you guys want to get a hold of me, you can give me a call direct, 562-335-2053, or you can always call our Masterson's Car Care store and ask for me direct. They can answer any questions for you. actually got uh, some questions to answer right after this uh, uh, podcast with, uh, with a member who wanted some questions about success to their business and reselling products and bringing more value to their customers. So uh, we're going to be talking about that a little bit later in a phone conversation. Yeah, that's a uh, seems to be a, a thing that's kind of trending now throughout the industry, right? A lot more people are getting into selling products. Is that sort of what you're seeing on a regular basis? Yeah, they should. If you're a detailer out there and you're not selling products, you're missing out because your customers are going to go somewhere. They're either going to go to you or they're going to go to Walmart or AutoZone or Pet Boys. Where do you want your customers to spend the money? Do you want them to spend at the big box store or do they want it to grow your business? Uh, I tell people diversify their business, don't stick all of their eggs in one basket and selling products, providing products to your customers as well as services, I feel it's very beneficial. Yeah, it's a much different thing than though detailers are used to, right? If we're a service-based business, we're used to just servicing customers. There's a, a much different aspect to, you know, well, managing inventory, selling an inventory and trying to work through with somebody on, on buying a product versus a service. When you're telling people about uh, that they should do it, what, what are some of the recommendations that you're giving them? Recommendations on like what products to sell or how to, or what style of selling? Correct. Yeah, my bad. I need to ask a better question. Uh, how to sell, you know, oh, that, that sell. style of, of, you know, because it is different, right? If we're used to pitching a, hey, use this uh, service, let us come clean your car. Now we're, now we're wanting to tell somebody to use a product instead of a service. So a couple of things that you would recommend that somebody might, you know, want to know to do it. Yeah. You know, I, I tell a lot of people this is it, I, I am not a big believer in what's called um, residual income. I'm not a big believer in that. I feel like income doesn't just come, but when you're able to structure your business better, you can, I feel like you can bring income to you with less work. And that's something that's very important to me. It's like, this store behind me that we're at right here, I physically don't need to be there every day for the store to be making income. But when I was a detailer, I had to be there every day washing the car. And if I wasn't feeling good, or if I had something else to do, my income dropped. It either, it either went to zero or it went down. It, it never could go up. And something about running a detailing store where you're selling products as well, either 
Now that, that could be an online store or a physical store, could be both, but it's something that you don't have to be there all the time for it to continuously keep making money. And I tell detailers, what type of detail, detailing for you, what type of uh, moneymaker is detailing for you? Is it your job or is it your business? Did you buy yourself a job of being a car washer or do you own a money-making entity, which is a business? And that's what I like about the store. The store keeps moving whether I'm there or not. That's something that's super important. And other details. That, that does, yeah, that does make it nice because I mean, as, as detailers, we find it very hard to step away from our business because in order to step away, nobody can clean the cars unless we train them. Um, so then there's the dilemma that we always hear about on a regular basis, the dilemma of trying to find people that will work for you, work with you, and will be able to do the actual work because it's so technical. Yes. It becomes a very big dilemma as we're trying to grow a business long term. Having a product does make sense. But what happens if we start selling products to our customers and they stop using our service? then transition your business. The best example I could give of that is King C. Gillette. There's a man named King C. Gillette and King C. Gillette is the founder of Gillette razors and the, the razors and the shaving cream, right? King C. Gillette was a millionaire. Why was King C. Gillette a millionaire? It's because he made the razor and everybody needed the razor. Now, King C. Gillette could have made Gillette barbershops where everybody goes and gets their face shaved, real, real great service. You go there, you get your face shaved, you get that interaction, boom. King C. Gillette thought even better and thought, let me supply the men with the product for them to do it themselves. Now. King C. Gillette wasn't like, oh, dang, I'm making razors and now my barber business is going to disappear. No, he transitioned the business. And detailers need to understand about transitioning and modifying their business. If you have a business that's still staying the same, it's not going to be around forever. Your business has to evolve. And maybe one day you're, you're detailing and maybe you're selling products. And then one day your product selling overpasses your detailing people should really invest more in uh, what's making them more money. And if selling products is making them more money, transition over. That's what I truly believe. All right. So when you're talking to people, what are some of the hangups that they're having? What are some of the things they're having to work through in order to accomplish that? To accomplish changing, uh, evolving their business? Man, that, yeah. I, I, I hear this a lot. And the, the problem is, is that people want to get stuck in one way of business. Like, hey, I've been doing this for so long and it's working. I don't want to change. I'm a big believer in if it ain't fixed, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> right. And a lot of other people are like that as well. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But sometimes do we need to let our machines or do we need to let our business get broke before we fix it? Should we wait till it's broken down before we invest time into redeveloping our business? We need, I truly believe that we actually need to run two businesses at the same time. The business that you are now 
and the business that you will be in the future. And you have to run those simultaneously. It's kind of hard, right? And so maybe somebody needs to see in the future, people might not be getting their cars washed as much. They might want to wash their cars at home or they might vice versa. Maybe they don't want to buy products anymore. Maybe they just want to have someone do all the work. And are you able to see that? That's a typical thing. That's what I notice people have the biggest struggles with, with detailing. It, that is a, to have the foresight. You're right, man. The foresight to be able to look into an industry and to be able to reposition yourself to be able to, well, like you said, you got to make money off of what you're doing. It is very difficult to go and start a business, as we all know. So for many of us that are going to start getting into products, it is, like you said, you got to run two businesses. It becomes very difficult for, well, as we've said, there's many detailers that we get into the business. We're not exactly sure what we're doing. We just know we like cleaning cars. We, we have people that kept paying us to clean more cars, and suddenly we're cleaning more cars. And, and we just start going into it. And then there's this thing about, oh, gosh, we got to have labor. Now we got to have this. Like, how do we progress through and move into a new era? Because it's basically what I think some of the, the concepts that we've been hearing. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it earlier. And thanks for letting me pick your brain. You know, the, the idea that a detailer would be able to flip on a dime. Listen, major companies don't flip on a dime, right? Uh, this takes a long time for somebody being to begin to go through the process, go through the process, learn, learn how, build, grow. How much time do you recommend people take in order to put out this new business model that they might want to do? That's a good question. You know, I truly believe that um, you need to invest how much time is needed for that job, but do not invest all the time in the world. I believe in a business that speed is better than quality. Speed is way better than quality, especially in detailing, you know? A lot of detailers, they think I need to do the best job possible. And, and they might not be considering that maybe I don't have all the time to do that. You know, I need, I need to deliver this customer a 40 hour detail because that's what they want. But in reality, they don't want that. They just want their car back in a great amount of time, you know? And that's something that's really important is being able to determine how much time I'm investing in my business. Speed is better than quality nowadays. I'd rather be moving. I personally, for me, I would rather be running and fall five times than walk at a really slow pace and never fall. <laughs> you know, because you, you gotta make good leaves, man. What happens if you, if you fall and you hurt yourself? That's all right. You should fall and you should hurt yourself. In a business, you should fall. Everybody if you talk to people who've run businesses, if they've been running a business and they're like, um, it, this is something that's very important. Whenever I talk to detailers and, and, I, and I say, um, how's your business going? And they say, it's going great. Whenever they say that, I know their business is gonna fail. Whenever they say it's going great, it's going amazing. That means their business is failing because if your business is going amazing, that means there's no growth and there's no progress, you're stuck in one spot. Because if you're stuck in one spot, it's great. Like, hey, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm chilling here in this chair. 
it's really cool, right? I'm not making any progress. Of course it's great, right? So that's why when, when detailers tell me, oh man, like it's hard right now. I got a lot of customers or I'm looking for more stuff. I'm looking to expand. That's when I know the business is doing great. So yeah. I truly believe that you have to fall a couple times. Every, every great business owner fell several times before they had success. I don't know if, if you've ever read the Colonel Sanders KFC story. That guy failed like 50 times. Like he, his, his whole life was just failure. <laughs> he like, he, he had a business that went bankrupt. His business partner stole from him. His wife died, his kid died. Like it was just failure after failure after failure. And he didn't even become a millionaire until he was like 70 something years old, right? And he wouldn't have got anywhere without all those failures. It's like Henry Ford. Henry Ford didn't uh, start out with Ford Motor Company. He had the Henry Ford Company. And then he also was in partners with Cadillac and the Cadillac uh, uh, people that founded Cadillac. Then he was in, in business with the Dodge Brothers. I don't know if you ever know about that. Like he did oh. him, him if it, it's a crazy story, you read him and the Dodge Brothers uh, uh, were running business together, but Henry Ford was just such an asshole that the Dodge brothers, they, they got out and they said, fuck this. Right. And so they started Dodge. So Henry Ford even fell on his face so many times before Ford motor company had success. So I think detailers, you got to fall sometime. You got to know where the bottom is. <laughs> hey, and, and one thing that we're, we're noticing definitely, uh, on speed, right? You talk about speed, efficiency, failing. Listen, there's no doubt as we're seeing multiple posts, multiple people talking about it. And as you said in a message, we sent back and forth, man, those Walmart coatings might be the thing in the future. Is that, is that really what you think? Like, you think that's where the industry's going as yeah. correction becomes a lot less uh, needed because there's a less money in the industry? Is yeah, that you know, your theory or... Or why do you think that people will continue to go away from corrections and the full big coatings? Okay, you know, it, it's because the the detailers want easy, easy ways through. They want, they're, they're trying to make the easy money. And, you know, there's a, there's a company out there that was holding trainings, right? And they were holding trainings on paint correction in order to install your coating. So they said, you you have to coat the car or should I get to paint correct the car and then you add the coating so if we're if we're training you how to add the coating we're going to train you how to how to do the paint correction right well what they were finding out is that the paint correction it's hard and it, it it's like 80 percent of your time and so the the coating company wasn't making money off the paint correction anymore so you know what they did they're starting to promote this snake the biggest snake oil that I've ever seen in the detailing industry. It's called X-Coat. And what it's the biggest snake oil I've ever seen. And what they do is you take this coating and it's a coating before you put on the ceramic coating. And you put this coating on and it's filler, resin filler that fills in the scratches instead of doing paint correction. And now they're having these X-Coat seminars in San Diego, California where you can go and you can, they're gonna show you how to spread on this coating and it's gonna fill in the resins. So how is it in the same, in, in the same group 
of, of detailers, you have people saying, oh, we can't have fillers in our paint correction and we can't have glazes because it's fillers, but let's just make a full on filler product. <laughs> and that's where I thought the, the, the scam was. Now they're selling it as, oh, well, you don't have to paint correction anymore. Just fill it in, <laughs> just slap it on, fill it in. I yeah, well, you know, not just that one company, right? You could also talk about the companies that uh, have transitioned and even brands that once particularly before would tell people they had to do uh, a lot of paint correction before and they had to do all these layers. We're now seeing that these brands are themselves flipping themselves yeah. and telling people they don't have to do paint correction. And if they do and they don't do this simple, easy package, well, then you look like this guy that gets the bug sucked up his mouth and he like spins a bottle and sucks down beer. And they, they try and are now trying to say people that you're dumb if you do paint correction. And previously, it was you're dumb if you don't do paint correction. I, yeah, I know. It's so, to me, that's yeah. the biggest crazy flip. Yeah, it's the biggest crazy flip. It's, it's such a crazy flip. And I believe that detailing is all about the process. If you stick to the whole process, you're going to be good to go. It's that people want to figure out shortcuts. They always want to cut a step out and move it over here. And I truly believe, Marty, that when you want to have success in anything, you follow the system. That's where the success is. Marty, I'll ask you a question. Marty, how do you get fit? Oh, well, you just don't eat anything. And no, you're right. Like you got to stay in a routine. Like you got to eat the right foods. You got to stay in a system like you're talking about. Two, Absolutely two, right. Two things. Eat right, work out. Eat healthy. Eat yep. right, work out. You're gonna get fit. You're gonna look ripped. We all know that. I know that. You know that. Fat guy around the corner, he knows it too. Why aren't we all ripped as fuck? <laughs> right? It's because we don't follow the system. It's the same thing with weight loss. People are fat. They want to lose weight. They try Jenny Craig, Weight Watchers, Beach Bod, and and they're like, it didn't work for me. And my body's different. And you ask them, did you follow it every single step? Oh, well, I did it like 80%. I didn't do this thing in the morning. And I didn't drink this liquid right before I went to bed. I didn't do that. It wasn't, it wasn't in my state of mind. And then that's, that 20% difference caused them to not complete the steps. I believe it's with the same thing with detailing. If you follow all the steps, you got a good looking car. But when you start picking things out, your car doesn't look as good. It's like the best thing I can example I could say is clay bar. Detailers don't sell the clay bar enough anymore and they need to. Personally, if it were me, I would stop selling ceramic coatings and sell the clay bar. For everybody who's watching this, the customers, they don't know what ceramic coating is. And um, I can guarantee you that everybody watching this a lot of you guys out there aren't verbal enough to tell your customer what the ceramic coating does. It's okay. You might not be good at that, right? But what you can tell the customer is feel your car here and feel your car over here. Feel how this is smoother. That's better. And the customer recognizes that too. They're like, oh, wow, I see the difference. But when you try to explain the coating, like, oh, it's a ceramic coating. It, it bonds like this. And there's all these hexological things. And it was made in a laboratory. They're just thinking like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> and so some of those customers might have, you know, learned some some interesting things off of what uh, people have put out on social media, YouTube, uh, advertisements, and they've they've led people in a direction. And very curious where we're at. You know, now we're in June. We're the in, entering into the hot season. I know it's it's hot here, fucking brutal. I'm chugging down water as much as I can, trying to stay dehydrated. Uh, when when we're thinking as a detailer and we are evaluating what's going on in the marketplace, because if I'm running a business, right, that I'm cleaning cars and I'm servicing customers, how are those customers doing? How are they feeling? How are things going on with them? How's their business? Is that a thing that maybe detailers should ask? I would say so. The more you know your customers, the more you're interacting with them and the more you're, you know, you're tied in. However, it's many times difficult to stay so, well, connected with our customers. And so as detailers, we begin to use social media too and begin to put out information and we began to market our services. Well, when we began to start marketing our services now towards a different direction, not only is it that maybe we possibly will sell products or maybe it, we're not gonna do the correction anymore. Some of the process that we used to do, we're not gonna do. This becomes, well, Greg, maybe a, a gut check time or a directional time. Some people will go that way and some people will stay doing what they're doing. And it will be very interesting to see over the next months to next years, uh, who begins to progress through and who uh, maybe doesn't, which companies fall, whether that's detailers, whether that's you know chemical companies, yeah, who stays sure. in and who doesn't. Yeah. Uh, as we all began to try and transition during a time that uh, very uncertainties. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's, uh, I, I tell people about this, like you, you said a good point. Are, are, are you gonna change and make your customer happy or are you gonna do, do what, you, what makes your business good? I personally wanna go with do what makes your business good because detailing is what you want to offer. If you're a detailer out there, got customers that are watching this, podcast listeners, if you only want to offer wash and wax services and that's your whole game, dude, keep doing it. If you want to do like full corrections, keep doing it, but do what makes you happy in your business. Like I'll ask you this, Marty, a hamburger. Could, what are all, if, if you had to say a hamburger, what are all the ingredients on a hamburger that make it a hamburger? Can you name them all? <laughs> Probably not, because there's so many, right? There's vegetables, there's sauces. I couldn't name all the sauces. I couldn't name all the, there's different types of meats. There's Everybody, so much okay. that goes on. Okay. A bun, so let's go different with, types of buns. Let's go with a Big Mac, right? Let's two go with the Big Mac. All right. Two, two all beef patties, special sauce, yeah. lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, sesame seed bun, right? So where is the tomato? Right? Not there. It's not there. Does it need to be there to be a hamburger? No, no. I had a hamburger the other day and it was a hamburger and it was just two smashed patties, cheese and onions and this burger sauce. That was it. Oh, and a pickle, one pickle. No lettuce, no tomato, no mayonnaise, mustard, ketchup, just burger sauce and this and this, that's it. And it's like that with detailing, just because you're not, if you don't want to do ceramic coatings, don't do it. 
If you don't want to do deep engine cleaning, don't do it. Offer what you want to offer to the customer. Just because a restaurant doesn't offer a steak and lobster meal doesn't mean that it's not a nice restaurant. Right. And uh, that's important. That's why I tell people do what makes your business great and do what yeah. makes you happy. Cause you, you're the one working. You're the person that's working. If, if you are not happy and you're not loving your business. And I tell this to people out there who are business owners, if you don't love your business, your customers won't love your business. Mm-hmm. You have to love your business more than anyone. And The way to bring success is to love your business, love what you do. I'll tell people, if you don't love detailing, quit your job today. I want you to quit because there's a million jobs out there that will hire you. And you could probably, for people watching this, if you don't like washing cars, you could probably go work for somebody, a big company like like Masterson's or or, or 3M. You could go work with them and you could probably make even more money than washing cars. And have a and and enjoy your life more and still get vacation, but it's a trade-off. Do you get to do whatever you want to do when you want to do it? Do you get to get up every day and meet new people? It's a trade-off, you know. And that's why I tell people: do what makes you happy. Good points, Greg. Man, thanks so much for your time. Uh, appreciate all that you always put out for the community, man. And uh, wish you uh, a great week, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you. All right, man. Enjoy your day. Thank you. episode over leave us a review and we will see you on the community pub wednesday nights at 7 30 central the zoom meeting id is 918-800-1188 that's the community pub wednesday nights 7 30 central the zoom meeting id is 918-800-1188 grab a pint and enjoy